Welcome to Mommy's on a Call, your sacred space to laugh, learn, and feel like a real grown-up human for a hot minute. I'm Stephanie Uchima Carney, a mom of three under six, serial entrepreneur, business strategist, and donut connoisseur, just trying to get through the day one cold cup of coffee at a time. I believe that with more intention, a positive mindset, and self-care, it is possible to thrive in motherhood, business, and life. My mission is to uncover the daily rituals, life lessons, real-life tactics, and favorite tools to inspire and empower you, mommy, to get the most out of life every single unpredictable day. So grab your headphones, tell your kids you're on the potty, and tune in weekly for some laughs, knowledge bombs, and plenty of real talk with real moms, and maybe a dad or two. Welcome to the Mommy Pod. Welcome back to Mommy's on a Call. It is December 31st, 2021. I cannot believe what a year it's been. I think I said that at the end of 2020, but this year flew by so quickly and was, well, a little rough. But today I'm excited because not only is it the last day of the year, I am also celebrating 100 episodes of Mommy's on a Call. For me, that is a huge accomplishment, and I just wanted to thank everyone out there for listening in, for supporting me along the way, for leaving reviews, tuning in, sharing it with friends in order to get me to 100 episodes. Without your support, I couldn't be there today, so thank you. I am so grateful for all of you out there. And as I celebrate 100 episodes, I wanted to reflect back on a few things that have happened over the last 100 episodes, but also the last year, 2021, and just what I'm looking forward to in 2022. So a couple weeks ago, I interviewed Eve Rodsky, the author of Fair Play and Unicorn Space, which is her newest book, which just launched on Tuesday. I won't go into all the details about Eve because you'll hear all about her next week on the podcast when her episode airs in the new year. But I did want to talk a little bit about this concept of unicorn space because it's what I realized this whole time I've been trying to create. I just didn't know how to articulate it. Eve describes unicorn space as what you would do with the uninterrupted time that does not include more work, a side hustle, or housework. It is the active pursuit of something you love, something that brings you joy and makes you who you are. It's basically a unique quality that you can share with the world. During the interview with Eve, I realized that this podcast, Mommy's on a Call, is my unicorn space for 2021. And it's also my why behind why I've been showing up every week to publish the podcast. My mission is to help all the moms out there find their own unicorn space, too. This podcast not only showcases amazing moms out there who are doing cool things for the world and paving their own path, but also acts as inspiration to the moms out there, helping guide them on how they, too, can find their passion their unique stamp on the world, and what fires them up. Whether it's discovering something new in wellness, mindfulness, or health, or it ignites you to launch your own company or side hustle, or just ways to work on your own mindset to be a better parent, partner, etc. This podcast was launched out of my own curiosity on how moms made it all work behind the scenes. As a mom of three, I wanted the answers and secrets to how these women appeared to, quote, do it all. And the more I dove in and played in the sandbox, the more I started to uncover my own passion and curiosity for different topics these mom experts were teaching about, from holistic health and hormone health to reparenting and healing past trauma to personal finance, entrepreneurship, and more. I started evolving and I started changing myself. I would test the different methods along the way using the tools the guests have shared on the podcast, like how to create better boundaries, how to outsource, 
how to nurture your relationships and be a better partner, how to strengthen my own values and shift my mindset or just change my diet. It's helped me hone in on curating content that I believe will resonate with all you mamas out there, and it's helped me get crystal clear on the path I want to take moving forward. Mommy's on a Call has always been a safe space for moms to come explore and discover something new for themselves, to discover their own, quote, unicorn space, like Eve calls it. So I hope you stick around for hundreds more episodes to come and join me in the sandbox as we continue to explore, question, play, and learn. So today I wanted to take a pause and dive into a little bit of a year in review because you all know I love me some feedback loops and I love assessing the data before I move forward. I'm going to take a moment to reflect on 2021 before we look forward to 2022. And as I look forward to 2022, I can't help but reflect back on the year it's been and the journey it's been to get to this point of celebrating 100 episodes which actually extends back years and years before this podcast even was officially launched. A few weeks ago, I listened to an episode of Amy Porterfield's podcast, and she mentioned the quote by Mary Englebright, don't look back, you're not going that way. And it caught my attention. First of all, I haven't heard the name Mary Englebright in so long, and when Amy said it, it brought back all my childhood memories of buying a Mary Englebright calendar every single year. You know when paper calendars were still a thing and we didn't have Google calendars. I would go to the mall every December after Christmas and look for next year's calendar. It started with a monthly one, and then I moved to the daily calendar so I could get quotes every single day. I used to tear out my favorite Mary Englebright quotes. Reminder, this was high school circa the 1990s when we used to actually save paper. So I guess deep in my subconscious, inspiration and mindset has always been a thing of mine. I just didn't realize it at the time. This quote triggered me, though, because in 2021, I had a habit of dwelling on a lot of the things that I haven't done, or I kept saying, if only I had done X, this would have happened, or if only I, basically a series of what-if moments. I kept looking back on my past and seeing peers of mine, whether it was in business school friends who are now running companies or selling companies for millions of dollars, to online entrepreneurs I knew when they were just getting started, to now being insta-famous or online famous in the online world. I just started getting depressed and down on myself that I hadn't accomplished all the things that I hoped to have done over the past few years. I started making excuses for myself. Oh, well, that person had a husband photographer, so that's why her blog and photos look so pretty. Or she has no kids, so that's why she can go in all in on her business. There were so many excuses, and I realized that none of those mattered. All of us have our own situation, our own circumstances, and I can't compare myself to other people. I had to slap myself out of it because, like Mary Englebright said, you can't look back. You can only move forward. I started digging into the reasons behind all my excuses and habits and what was the real reason that was keeping me stuck. I started reflecting upon the root of all those what-if moments, and I started to see a common trend. And I realized there are three main themes that were holding me back. And I wanted to share those today because I feel like maybe you can relate to it too. I'm using these to figure out how to plan to move forward and overcome these issues in 2022. Like I said, I don't want to look back because I'm not going that way, but I do want to reflect back and take those pieces of information in order to formulate a plan on how to move forward. The first theme that I saw that was holding me back was placing my own worth in the judgment of others. I have a huge fear of putting myself out there. Not really a fear of failure, but more of a fear of judgment. Like, what if no one listens? What if no one buys? What if dot, dot, dot? 
I had a lot of fear wrapped around what other people might think versus trusting in myself and knowing the value that I was bringing. I forgot that only I can control my own thoughts and actions, and I have to just keep doing my thing. A lot of it stems from my childhood and never being in, quote, the popular crowd and being made fun of a lot as a kid. So in my adult life, it's something that I've actually worked a lot on, especially my personal parenting life, is really only trying to control my own thoughts and actions. But it never really translated over to my business, which on that note also correlated to my feelings wrapped around social media, which is why I can't stay consistent posting on Instagram. But that's for another day. I was placing so much of what I was doing in the hands of others instead of focusing on the value I was bringing and how I could help and serve others. For me, this manifested into perfectionism, which eventually led to inaction. So my solution and my, I guess, intention for 2022 moving forward is to continue to start taking small actions. No grand plans, no big goals, just small steps and celebrate every small win because those do begin to add up. And to stay consistent. That's a big thing I learned in 2021 was consistency. And I shared that on the podcast a few episodes ago. It's these small actions, these small wins that add up. And by staying consistent, even if it was a failure, it helped me to move forward. The second theme I noticed was I was trying to do it all in my business, which I've already started to work on by outsourcing. But this was a huge problem in the beginning. I literally coded my own WordPress site when I launched my event planning company back in like 2010. And I continued to, every time I launched a blog or did something, try and do it myself, whether it was WordPress, Squarespace, whatever that was. I also wrote and edited every blog post. I attempted to take all my photos, edit all my photos, attempted to edit my own podcast episodes to the beginning. And trying to do it all in my business was really holding me back. Outsourcing was the key to getting me to podcast episode 100. The number one thing that's to help me stay consistent, even though I wasn't monetizing the podcast and I didn't really have the funds, I hired a podcast editor because I knew that two to five hours it took me unskilled to try and edit my podcast was not worth my time. So I hired my amazing podcast editor who is incredible. And so if you need a good one, DM me because I absolutely love her. But I learned you cannot do it all. And as a parent, I definitely don't do it all. It's something that I learned in the very beginning. So I don't know why I thought I could do it all in my business. Letting go of doing all the things took a while, but it definitely was holding me back from focusing my energy and talent on important things like content creation, relationship building, and marketing. So the solution moving forward in 2022, I'm really going to hone in and focus on what are those low-value activities I can continue to outsource automate or eliminate so that I can start working on more high value activities like increasing sales, content creation, and speaking. Think about what you are going to outsource, automate, or eliminate moving forward in 2022 to give yourself that space and that time in order to focus on things that bring more value. And actually, going back to even her unicorn space, the reason she wrote unicorn space was because after implementing fair play, which is figuring out a system to balance relationships and partnerships on responsibilities and tasks, people found out that they had extra time, but then they didn't know what to do with that time. A little point is that once you create this time and create this space, figure out what you're going to fill it in, what high value activities for your business or even for your life. What high value activities do you want to be doing moving forward in 2022? 
The third theme I noticed that was holding me back or keeping me stuck was giving up or getting bored because it was, quote, already been done. When I was a wedding planner, everyone wanted their picture-perfect Pinterest wedding, which in fact was the same carbon copy Pinterest wedding as everyone else a lot of the time. It drove me crazy, but even with the attempt at the Pinterest copy, I realized that the wedding always came out different, always came out special and unique and amazing. Why? Because a couple brought their own style, values, and personality to the decor and feel. Even if it was something already done, like the 100th mason jar I've seen or the 10th candy bar, it was still different. One of my favorite parts of being in the wedding and event industry not only was the creativity, but was attending the Engaged Luxury Wedding Summit and seeing where the top designers out there innovative. They pulled from fashion, art, nature, and things outside the wedding industry. They looked everywhere for inspiration and then put their own spin on it and added their own creative touch. Then when I joined the online coaching world, everyone started to look like a carbon copy of another. But maybe that was kind of the point since all coaches seem to teach others on how to become coaches like themselves, but that's a different point. Anyway, I just saw so much redundancy and it was uninspiring and boring and completely turned me off from the industry. So that's why in 2021, I kind of took a step back because I could not stand another person teaching another person how to do what they were doing. Everybody is different. And I love innovation and creativity, but I feel like I lost that. I gave up because I believed everything was already done instead of looking to innovate and put my own creative spin on things. I had to remind myself that if Lyft gave up because Uber existed or if Facebook gave up because Friendster and MySpace existed or even Airbnb because VRBO existed, then we wouldn't have these new innovative companies that filled the need and value of different people. The lesson, there's always room for more. But what is uniquely you that you can add or make different? What is your strength that you can use to add value or innovate on? Something that might be already done. So instead of holding myself back and saying, oh, well, someone else is already throwing that event or someone else is already creating that community, I know there's room for more. So moving forward in 2022, I'm going to go back to that route. Back in my wedding planning days when I used to look for innovation and creativity. Even back when I was in business school and I was looking into real estate, one of my favorite things to do was to look at where there's maybe a need or where can I innovate on something, you know? So I want to go back and figure out how can I spark that creativity? How can I add something to this? For me, I want to go back to innovation, creativity, and thinking out of the box. That was my superpower back in the day, and I need to find what sparks that inside of me. So I'm going to be focused on finding that creative side again, living more in my unicorn space. I'm not sure how yet, but it's there. For you, I want you to figure out how can you innovate? How can you find that creativity inside of you? How can you tap into that? Questions to ask yourself, which I'm asking myself too. What makes you creative? What makes you unique? What fires you up? What do you value? What inspires that side of you that makes you you? Start thinking about those things. And instead of giving up or getting bored like I did, Think of how you can build upon it and fire yourself up again. In summary, after looking back, I realize I am definitely not going back. I am only moving forward. So while I think it's good to reflect on where you've been and to really assess the data of the past, we need to stay focused on the present and the future and thank the past for what it's given you, but it's time to move on. 
So what does that look like moving forward in 2022 for me? Well, I think a lot of this introspection has come because I'm turning 40 in June. Yes, I'm stating my age and I feel old. But I think turning 40 has really put this sort of pressure on me that I Back in the day, I in my 20s, I felt like, oh, when I'm 40, I'm going to accomplish all of these things. And as I approach 40 and realize that, well, it looks different, I also never imagined I'd have three children, which has been an amazing journey. And I'm so grateful for all three. But I have to realize that the plans I laid in my 20s are not the same. The plans I even laid in my 30s cannot be the same because I am not the same. And I am happy I'm not the same because honestly, I like the direction it's going. Now that I'm turning 40 in June, I've been thinking about what really, how do I want to maximize my time? How do I want to maximize who I am and, and be passionate about moving forward day by day? So I want to go back to focusing on my strengths, which is connecting people and connecting with people. It's on a deeper level than just networking. I love bringing people together. I love every time I meet someone, I think of what value I can either add to them or who I can introduce them to to help them. It's something that I just love doing. I also love event planning and creating experiences that are aligned with each person. Bringing people together in in a shared experience is something that lights me up, which is why I had a side hustle doing event planning for so many years. My other strength is curating content and resources. Just like how I like connecting people, I like connecting people with content. I like experimenting and trying things and sharing all of that. To bring it all together, I want to announce two exciting things that I'm doing in 2022. And putting it out there scares the heck out of me because it kind of makes it real. The first thing, which is happening kind of soon, is I'm going to be launching my own retreat. For so many years, I've helped others plan events, I've helped others plan retreats, and I've always participated, but I've never held my own. And so for the first time ever, I'm launching a three-day luxury wellness retreat for the modern mom. It's a retreat where the mom can come and be nourished with good food, rest, relaxation, intentional movement, mindfulness activities, and thoughtful conversations about parenting, career, entrepreneurship, mindfulness, and more. It's a space that I want to create for moms to take time away to nurture you. It's time for you to be taken care of 100% guilt-free, where you're no longer the one who has to plan every detail, think about every meal, think about what's going on for everyone else. Instead, it's a time for you to think about you. So if you're craving a weekend getaway where you can recharge, release, reconnect, reset, and rediscover yourself in an intimate and nourishing space alongside other awesome moms, then head over to rechargedretreat.com. I'll put the link in the show notes. But I'm planning a retreat in Arizona at Savannah, which is this amazing wellness resort, at the end of February, February 25th through 27th, 2022. It's going to be an all-inclusive retreat where you can come meet awesome other moms, but also take time for you. More information in the show notes, so check that out. The next thing I've been wanting to launch for maybe 10 years now, honestly, is my own community. And so in 2022, I've I've put little things out there, but I'm officially launching the HANA Collective, which is an in-person, supportive, social, collaborative, empowering community of modern moms trying to navigate all the challenges that come with motherhood. For the time being, it's going to be based here, and I'm just going to start it small with a few moms 
and kind of see where it goes. I'm thinking workshops around parenting, workshops around business, just a place to come together with other like-minded moms that can support each other. I know after 2020 and 2021, we just are craving that community. We're craving in-person. Honestly, as much as I'm very thankful for Zoom meetings, if I have to get on Zoom to meet another person, I might go crazy. So that's to come. And so those are the two things I'm going to be focused on in 2022 is really building community, building community through retreats, building community through events, building community through actual in-person workshops and events and building community here on the podcast because all you mamas out there have been my support. You have been what has kept me going. You have been what has created my happiness in my own unicorn space. And so I've been trying to think of a word for 2022. Every year I have the a word of the year. 2018 was sparkle. 2019 was simplify. 2020 was surrender. 2021 was visibility. And I feel that it sets a tone and an intention for the year. 2021 visibility was all about getting out there. And I think I did it. I was on multiple TV segments. I was a guest on many podcasts and virtual conferences. I was published in magazines and even in Forbes and Wall Street Journal. And I'm not saying this to brag. I'm saying this because I set out on an intention to be visible and I made that happen. I've been thinking about a word for 2022 for so long now. I kept thinking about what could that be? I've meditated on it. I've really felt into what I wanted 2022 to be. And honestly, even when I started recording this 30 minutes ago, I didn't have a word of the year. And I kind of still don't. But if I had to sum up what I think my 2022 word of the year is going to be, it's going to be centered around community. While I thought it was going to be the year of me, I really think it's going to be the year of relationships, the year of diving deep and being surrounded by those people who lift you up. My intention for 2022 is all about community, building relationships wherever that might be. I'm curious, what's your 2022 word of the year? Leave me a note, DM me, and yeah, happy new year. I hope you guys all have a wonderful, safe, happy, and healthy, and prosperous new year. I will see you on Tuesday when my first episode of the year is released, and that's going to be with Eve Rodsky, the author of the newest book, Unicorn Space. Until then, happy new year. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mommy's on a Call. Your support means the absolute world to me. You can find the show notes for this episode and other goodies over at mommiesonacall.com. And if you enjoyed this episode or have gotten value from the podcast, I would be so grateful if you could head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review so that we can reach and empower more moms all over the world together. Thank you so much again, Mommy Pod, and I will see you here next time.